Thank you for joining us for Working Through the Word, a ministry of the Richmond Church of Christ. Let's join our pulpit minister, Mike Johnson, as he brings today's lesson. We're talking about, it fits well since we're talking about work and service. And uh, we're going to use this verse, 2 Timothy 2 and verse 15. So if you want to stay in that verse, just turn your Bibles there. This is what we're going to do. And we're going to talk about, as we did this morning, we noticed that there are undocumented workers, those who, in the word used in Scripture, uh, cannot present themselves to God. And that's what we're talking about here. Those who don't have evidence or are not sure that they can write and stand before God and say, here I am and I'm ready. So we're talked about that this morning and tonight we're going to talk about being a documented worker and what Paul says to Timothy about being that documented worker. I want to look at 2 Timothy, the whole book, for just a quick moment and uh, notice then as we narrow it down to the verse before us. The first thing I'd like to ask is if you've ever had to write a bio sheet of yourself, then you know what that's about. You know what it means to have a, a bio sheet. And so as a preacher, when I go someplace and they want to know who I am, I have to present them a bio sheet. And, and you have to update it. I sent one one time four or five years after my kids had already left home. And I had not updated it. And therefore, it was not right. So in that kind of a, in your bio sheet, you're constantly updating and checking and making sure it's right. Same thing spiritually speaking. And so I want you to think of the book of 2 Timothy as Paul's instructions to Timothy about his bio sheet. Now, when you think about who Timothy was, and we're talking about presenting ourselves, we're talking about documenting ourselves before God. Notice who Timothy was. Chapter 1, he was raised in a great Christian family. His mother and his grandmother taught him the truth. And certainly, if Timothy is writing a bio sheet, he would need to include his family and what they taught him and what they said about him and to him. Notice chapter 2. He was a dedicated soldier in the Lord's army, verses 1 to 3. He was on the front lines. He was working and, and doing the part that he needed to do. This would certainly be on his bio sheet. Uh, I think also, if you go down to verse 24 of, uh, verse two of chapter 2, he is a great servant. Paul expressed how he, could, he served the Lord and compared what a servant is and talked about Timothy being that kind of a servant. He's also one who uh, had verse... Uh, 10 of chapter 3. He was a, an understudy of Paul's. Paul appreciated the fact that he listened to him. He said, you followed carefully my manner of doctrine. Look at chapter 4. He was a gospel preacher. And therefore, Paul said, keep preaching the word. Keep preaching 
the truth. Do the work of an evangelist, verse number five. But then also verse nine of chapter four, he was a trusted friend. Paul was in prison and one of his friends, Demas, had forsaken him and left him. And so Paul said to Timothy, why don't you come? Come see me. Now, these are areas in which if Timothy is writing or Paul is writing Timothy's bio sheet, certainly all of these things are going to be included. These are the types of things. This is his life. This is who Timothy is. And, and in your life, it's the same way. In my life, it's the same way. We document ourselves as a true friend, as a parent, teaching a child to do what's right, as faithful children, two parents who are trying to teach what's right, as, as those who lead the church, as those who are the sheep of the shepherd. There are so many ways in life that apply, and that's what this verse is talking about with Timothy, your whole life. Document, present your whole life to God. What Michael said tonight was an interesting way of putting it. Help us, not, help us to take God with us and not leave him here. The Jews could do that. Because their whole frame of reference was God's over there. He's over there in the most holy place. I'm over here. He's over there. And so every day I got to go over there to see him. But we have God with us everywhere. So when I'm documenting my life and you are yours, whether you're in school, at work, at play, at home, we're documenting our lives in front of everybody before God. And that's a very, I think, important concept. Now, I want you to notice as we look at 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, I want you to notice just simply three things that Paul says to Timothy. Three things about documenting our lives before God. I was thinking about this as the verse uh, unfolds itself to us. Notice he says we are to present ourselves God wants us to do this. He wants us to document ourselves. He wants us to be able to say, here is the evidence. Here is the proof. Here is my sheet. This is my resume right here. I also thought of this. As it pertains to the doctrine very prevalent in the religious world, that God's already decided if you're saved or lost? If God's already decided, then how did Paul know that Timothy was going to be saved? Why would he instruct him, go ahead and present yourself to God? Because if you don't know, then why present yourself? Why offer up evidence if it's not possible for your situation to be changed? I think that's an interesting concept because he's telling all of us, not just those he, he's already chosen to save, which we don't know, to present ourselves. There are three words here that give us three ideas. And I want to give you these three 
as you write a spiritual bio sheet. Three things to do. Number one, go fast. Don't wait around. Don't say, I'm going to write my bio sheet later. I, I want to accomplish all of these things. I want to do all of these things. Then I'll write the bio sheet. Paul said to Timothy, be diligent. This word here is literally the word for speed. Spudazzo. With all speed, do this. Now, if you're using the old King James, if you remember it as most of my memory work used to be, I can't get out of my mind how I memorize this verse. Study to show yourself approved to God. Well, that word study just doesn't work today. Because I was raised basically with the idea that says, if I'm going to be approved to God, he wants me to study the Bible over and over and over. Well, that's not wrong, is it? That's just not what it's saying. This word is not study. This word is with haste, with speed. It's talking about the attitude, the attention, and the immediacy of the need with all speed. Well, I looked at how that word is used in Scripture. And we look at that word, here are the things that ought to be on our bio sheet. Galatians 2 verse 10, Paul said, when he was taking his ministry to the Gentiles, instead of the Jews, as you recall, he said, they admonished us to remember the poor, the very thing that we were eager to do. That's this word. We ought to be able as Christian people, to document our concern for the poor. If you have not tried to help the poor, then that's off of your bio sheet that God wants it there. One of the reasons that we want to be involved in people are with the flood situation is because now those people are poor. Their houses are gone. Their stuff is gone. Life is different. But as a congregation, we're involved with the poor. Uh, we've been helping feed the homeless. We've been helping feed children who are in school and don't have food at home. But that ought to be on our bio sheet. With all speed, he says. Number two, they, he uses that word in Ephesians 4 and verse 3. Endeavor. Speed. With speed. Keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. If right now you are not helping create the unity of this church, with all speed, get to it. If you're contributing to disunity, with all speed, stop it. We should be able to present ourselves before God as people who helped bring unity to this situation. If that's not on your bio sheet, if you can't write that there with all speed, get with it. Number three, with great diligence, 
Hebrews 4, verse 11. Enter into that rest with all speed right now. Get ready to rest. That is, think about heaven with all speed. I have been with many, many people through the years in their later years of life. And it's interesting because I'm heading in that direction. And I find my mind doing exactly what I have heard them say through all of the years that I have preached. I'm thinking about heaven. As a Christian, the thoughts of heaven should fill our minds. Admittedly, heaven is out there. And we are here. And it's sometimes difficult. We don't need to wait. My bio sheet ought to be, God, I cannot wait to get to heaven. Is there any evidence in my life? Is there evidence in your life that you're anxious to be in heaven? As Paul said, I'd much rather depart and be with Christ, which is far better. This word speed, on your bio sheet. He uses it in 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 10, with giving all diligence to make your calling and election sure. With all speed, secure your call before God. Now, don't put it off. The calling that you have is God saying to you and to me, I'm ready for you to get to work. I want you to be my child. You're not too young to start. And you're not too old to continue. We never get old enough that we've done enough. And we can never be young enough that we're not able to do anything. We are people who must secure our calling and do it with all speed. Go fast. Here's one that I never noticed before. 2 Peter 1, verse 15. Peter said, I wrote to you, eager to leave you a reminder of these things after I have deceased. I don't know why I've never taken note of that before. Peter said, I want to make sure that I leave you something and remind you of all of these things after I'm gone. With all speed, on your bio sheet and on mine, what are you leaving for those that you leave behind? What are you doing to say, I'm leaving my faith for the next generation? I'm leaving my faith for my children. I'm leaving my faith for the people that I have grown up with. I'm leaving my faith behind. And it's never too early to think about what you're leaving behind. Because children die. Young adults die. But I think it's interesting that my bio sheet with speed should include thinking about those that I'm going to leave behind. 
And what am I leaving for them? And finally, with all speed, be willing to be found. 2 Peter 3, verse 14. Eager to be found by him in holiness with all speed. Now, if you play hide and seek, you don't want to be found, right? Hide and seek, the goal is not to be found. The story I've told before of the champion hide and seek player, Aubrey, my daughter, when they were little, we used to play hide and seek in the house. And when she was probably four or five, I was looking and looking and looking, and I could not find her. Now I'm getting afraid. It was real easy to find Austin. Are you under the table? No. <laughs> it was easy to find him. But I actually looked in the closet where eventually Aubrey had been hiding. And she was under some clothes, but she didn't make a sound. Austin was quick to be found. Aubrey was playing the game. Do you want to be found? Do I want God to find me? Am I hiding? Am I running away? Do I have other plans that I don't want God to interrupt? To Timothy, be diligent with all speed. Present yourself. Number two, not only go fast, but stand still. Present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Present yourself. Stand still. That's what that word means. In fact, it really is, not having been in the military, I don't understand it as well as those who have, but I've heard it. Present arms. I looked it up. It said it was a sign of respect. To stand still as a sign of respect to the one under whose authority you stand. That's what he's saying to Timothy. Go fast, but stand still. He uses the same term in Romans 6 and verse 13. Present your bodies as instruments of righteousness. Stand still like the tools in the tool cabinet. They are ready to be used. They stand there ready. You don't have to go looking for them when they're arranged properly. And those tools are ready. And that's what Paul was saying to the Romans. 
You need to stand there ready to be used by God. When you're writing your bio, can you say that you're standing there ready to be an instrument of God? Ready to be put to work? Number two, it's used in Romans 12 in verse 1. To be a sacrifice to God. Ready, standing still to be sacrificed. I thought of the story of Abram, Abraham, taking Isaac because God had said he's going to be the sacrifice. And as they ascend that mountain and get to that place, and Isaac said, where is the sacrifice? God will provide. And when he took the rope out and began to tie his son's hands and arms, do you think he was trying to run away? Was Isaac fighting him? pushing him away, slapping him, yelling and screaming, crying and saying, Dad, what are you doing? I think he was standing still. I think he was presenting himself. I think he was ready. Third, it's used in 2 Corinthians 11 and 2. Paul said, I am jealous over you with a godly jealousy. I have betrothed you to Christ. I've presented you to him. Stand still and be married. To have a proper marriage is to be content where you are. The eyes are not constantly looking for someone else. The mind is not constantly focusing on somebody else. You're not constantly with somebody else. To stand still means I'm here. I'm committed. And I'm married. Finally, it's used in Ephesians 5 and verse 27. Where the Bible says that Jesus presented his church as a bride cleaned. Every time I come across this word clean, my mind goes back to that famous event in the history of this church when we were at the Lawson's house having a big event. And all of a sudden, down to the bottom of the hill, come running up, Brandon and Bryce Collins, they did not look white anymore. They were black, head to toe, for they had been playing down at the bottom. I don't know if that was a septic runoff or what it was, but they were totally different people. But once they got cleaned up, you could tell how dirty they happened to have been. 
We need to be people who stand still, clean before the Lord, bathed and ready. Go fast. Stand still. Cut straight. Rightly dividing the word of truth. That phrase, rightly dividing, literally means to cut it straight. Can you cut a straight line with scissors? That's a little difficult. Cut it straight. This word is not used anywhere else in Scripture. I can see why the word study would go with cut straight Scripture. And we need to be people of the Word. And if I'm going to present my bio, it better include my ability to cut straight the Word of God. I must know the difference between the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. I must understand that I can't take a verse out of context. It has a context and it stays there. I must understand that I am bringing all of Scripture together when it comes to any topic that the Bible discusses. I can't just take two or three verses and plan my entire teaching when the text might talk about it in 15 or 20 verses. I need to see the Bible for what it was and cut it straight. Every now and then, kids will pass me out in the hallway and they'll give me a report. One did this morning. Looking at her friend, in fact, I believe it was Olivia. Olivia has 26 verses. She's ready to eat McDonald's with you. I'm not there yet. How many more do you have? Ten. Well, you better get busy. I love it when they make those comments. They're keeping up. They're thinking about Scripture. We need to be people of the Word willing to get into the scripture able to open it it's distressing to be with people who have been a part of the Lord's church for decades who have trouble finding a particular book in the Bible they have to use sometimes the front where it tells you what page it's on that's just sad I need to be a person presenting myself before the Lord that I can cut straight the Word of God and I can use it as the sword of the Spirit that God intends it to be. I cut it straight because it will cut straight. You want to be a documented worker. Paul tells you through Timothy, go fast Stand still and cut straight. And notice the ways in which those words are used. And then be able to present yourself before the Lord and say, here's my document, God. 
Here I am. Now do with me what you will and what you can. I hope you're not an undocumented worker. Truth of the matter is, being here tonight pretty well proves you're not. But if we can help you improve your standing before God, if nothing else in your own mind, we're always available. Our shepherds want to talk with you. Let's stand and sing together. We hope you enjoyed today's broadcast brought to you by the Richmond Church of Christ. We are located at 1500 Lancaster Road in Richmond, Kentucky. We meet on Sunday mornings for Bible class at 9 a.m., followed by our morning worship service held at 10 a.m. Our Sunday evening service is held at 6 p.m., and our midweek Bible study is held on Wednesday at 7 p.m. If you are in the area, we would love to have you as our honored guest. Thanks for listening.